Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Hey guys, Dr. Berg here. Listen, I have a question. How many times have you attempted to lose weight and it didn't work out? How many failures do you have in the area of weight loss? Once, twice, a hundred? As we age, it becomes more difficult to lose weight. If your metabolism is stuck and you plateaued, I need your undivided attention because I'm gonna show you a completely different way to approach weight loss. And this is gonna change the course of your attempts. You need a happy ending to the struggles. All I want is for you to be willing to learn something new. If you still even have the slightest consideration that you cannot be helped, watch this video to the entire end and you will have the confidence that it will work for you. I promise that. So get out a pen and paper and take notes because I need your undivided attention. Hi, my name is Dr. Berg. I've been in practice for 27 years. I trained over 2,500 doctors in the area of alternative medicine. I taught at Howard University in the area of nutrition as a part-time professor. I have a best-selling Amazon book on hormones and weight loss. And I also have over 30 million views on YouTube. And I have a confession to make. I used to be a junk food junkie. I was the worst. I was a sugar fiend. I would eat tons of junk food and I had no awareness of health. But it caught up to me when I was 28 years old. I'm 29 now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm 52. When I was 28, I started developing arthritis, inflammation, chronic adrenal burnout, chronic fatigue syndrome. My digestive system was all inflamed. I had arthritis in my fingers. I started getting this pizza crust around my midsection. I mean, I was trying to gain weight in high school and then now I'm trying to lose weight. I was like, what is going on with my body? But I was also, I cheated so much and I justified it. I used to say, well, I'll eat healthy when I graduate from college, right? And then it went from, I'll eat healthy when I get older. Well, that only lasted so long. So what that led me to was some huge discoveries in the area of health that I wanna share with you and specifically weight loss. So here's what I discovered. You ready, are you sitting down? People don't lose weight to get healthy. They have to first get healthy to lose the weight. It's get healthy first and then lose the weight second. Why? Because your weight is a symptom. It's not the cause. It's a symptom of an unhealthy body. Losing weight is actually very unnatural to the body. The body doesn't like to lose weight. It goes against its purpose to survive. So it doesn't lose, like to lose anything. So the weight is the tip of the iceberg. The real thing is something that I'm gonna show you next. The reason has to do with a very specific hormone that's holding down your metabolism. There are two sets of hormones. Hormones that make you gain weight and hormones that help you lose weight. Most mainstream advice focuses on the calories but they ignore the hormone triggers. Instead, they try to stimulate the metabolism they try to give you an appetite suppressant. They're trying to you know, do some type of trick to trick your metabolism through some exercise, but that is never going to work. Now I'm gonna show you the secret, but I need your full attention. If you checked out, 
check back in right now because this is vital. So the hormone that stops you from losing weight is called insulin. A lot of people know this as relating to diabetes, but it has another function, a huge function, and it is the hormone that puts fat not only on your body, but mainly your midsection. It also prevents you from losing weight. It's called the fat storage hormone. And here's what people don't realize. In the presence of even a tiny little bit of insulin, all fat burning hormones are shut down. What does that mean? It means that if you were to consume a half a glass of juice, a glass of wine, a bagel, even a piece of fruit, if you have a problem with this hormone, you're not gonna lose weight for the next 48 hours. So when you see someone with belly fat, you can be 100% sure that that person has too much insulin. So the insulin goes up, a person gains weight. When the insulin goes down, they lose the weight. Let's just look at this book called Guyton's Physiology, the authority medical book in every medical school. All aspects of fat metabolism are greatly enhanced in the absence of insulin. So we need to create an absence of insulin to lose weight. Based on the information on insulin, you can predict what diet is gonna work and which one is not. So if you took the Atkins diet or Weight Watchers or Paleo or Vegan or Ketogenic, the question is, does any of these lower insulin? Those are the ones that are gonna work. Insulin is the switch that determines whether you burn fat or you make fat. So the next question is, what lowers insulin? Here are the things, number one, carbohydrates. Now you probably already know this, that low carb diets are very, very healthy. So you wanna cut the sugar out, you wanna cut the hidden sugars out. That does include the breads, pasta, cereal, crackers, biscuits, waffles, pancakes, muffins, sodas, juice, alcohol, flavored yogurts, fruits, okay? Most people know that, some people don't. Number two, avoid combining protein with sugar. So if you were gonna go to a restaurant and order a breaded piece of meat, or maybe it's a hot and sweet sour chicken, you know, from a Chinese restaurant, or like a hamburger with the bun, or a hamburger with the fries, or a hamburger with the Coke, that will greatly spike insulin way more than if you eat these separated, okay? Number three, and this is, this is, this is one that people don't realize, lean, low-fat proteins trigger insulin more than fattier proteins. So if you were gonna buy like a burger, like some burger meat, and you had 95% versus 85%, and there's more fat, I would go for the fattier meat because fat tends to buffer insulin. Lean protein, specifically protein powders like whey protein, that will spike insulin more. That's a new one. Next one, excessive protein. Large amounts of protein convert to insulin. So the ideal amount of protein is between three to six ounces. Okay, I hope you're taking notes. Next one, MSG, monosodium glutamate. What is that? That is a chemical that enlarges your taste buds to make the food taste more savory, to make it more delicious than it really is. All the fast food places uh, have MSG in their, their food. Uh, Peruvian chicken, they put MSG, like a ton of it. And so there's MSG in so many foods in the grocery store. But here's the problem. It spikes insulin by 200%. Yeah, I know. So here you are, you consume this food, it tastes really, really good, but then all of a sudden you notice the next day you just gained a bunch of weight because it spikes insulin. Next one, 
is stress. So I wrote a book on body types. So the adrenal body type is the one with the belly fat, and that's triggered by cortisol. That's a stress hormone. But here's the thing. Cortisol doesn't increase the belly fat directly. It works through insulin. So stress increases insulin. Okay. And lastly, too frequent meals, too frequently eating. If you eat too frequently, like five to six times a day versus two or three times a day, that's going to spike insulin. Why? Because eating in general increases insulin. I know. It doesn't even matter what you eat. It's spiking insulin. So if you're grazing at night or snacking between meals, you're spiking insulin. So that's going to create, that's a hidden source of higher levels of insulin. Now, some of you are going to attempt these actions and you're going to lose weight, but you're not going to fully reach your goal because there is a condition that will prevent you from getting 100% results. Let me show you what that is. It's called insulin resistance. Insulin has become dysfunctional. It's become damaged to the point where it doesn't work anymore. The body is resisting it because there's too much of it. So it blocks it. People with insulin resistance have five to seven times more insulin than normal people. So if you were to test someone with insulin resistance, they might have normal blood glucose, but they have very high insulin levels, but the doctors never check that. You would have to test a fasting insulin test, not a fasting glucose test, completely different, right? And insulin resistance is a pre-diabetic state, but a lot of times it will not show up on normal tests until it's too late and you, get, you become a diabetic, okay? So now let me show you the symptoms of insulin resistance. So number one, belly fat despite how many sit-ups you do. You cannot lose your belly fat no matter what. Number two, you get plateaued despite eating healthy. Number three, when you eat carbohydrates, you feel better. It reduces your stress. You become less cranky. Number four, you crave sugar and carbs. Number five, a need for a nap after lunch. Number six, brain fog, dementia, absent-mindedness. You start lacking the clarity of focus, especially when you don't eat. Number seven, worse eyesight, especially as the day progresses. It's like you're, at night your vision is worse. I mean, think about a diabetic. A diabetic, they go blind. Why? because the blood sugars are needed to be normalized to actually feed the eye. So since insulin resistance is the pre-diabetic state, you could have vision problems well before diabetes, okay? And it's just bad eyesight. Uh, next one, not satisfied after you eat. You, little, you need a little something sweet after you eat. Why? Because the cells are insulin resistance. They're blocking insulin, and so you can't get the fuel in the cell. So the cells are starving, yet you gain only this weight. You become fatter, yet you're starving to death. Next one. The need to urinate in the middle of the night. Wherever the sugar goes, the water goes. So in other words, you might have fluid retention, but you also might be just peeing in the middle of the night. Uh, once or more than once, and that is a pro that's a symptom of a pre-diabetic symptom of insulin resistance. Um, number ten, swollen belly as the day progresses. 
Do you find that in the morning your stomach is a little bit lower, but at the end of the day it's swollen up? Or maybe after you eat it just swells up? That's insulin resistance. So you can see insulin creates a lot of problems. Now there are also dangerous long-term side effects of too much insulin as well. Heart disease, diabetes, as you might already know, a fatty liver comes from too much insulin. Especially if the person doesn't eat or drink alcohol, it's coming from the insulin part. Uh, high blood pressure is too much insulin. That's why when you actually fix the insulin issue, the blood pressure comes down. High cholesterol because insulin converts sugar into cholesterol and triglycerides. Stroke has been connected to high levels of insulin. Dementia is a little placking in the brain that stops the brain from working. And Alzheimer's, um, amyloid plaques it's called, that comes from too much insulin. So you can see that insulin is the common denominator for so many health problems that go beyond just belly fat. Okay, so the next question is what do we do? Now before I get into this, I want you to if you've checked out, just check back in with me right now because I need your full attention because some of you might have brain fog from insulin resistance, okay? So the strategy is very, very backwards. We're not trying to treat a disease. We're not trying to treat weight loss. Medicine, healthcare, really is the management of symptoms. They're not getting you healthy. What's missing in healthcare is the health part. So what we want to do is we want to get you healthy, then lose the weight. We want to get the insulin system healthy. We want to get the hormones healthier so you have a chance to lose weight. So here's the question. Can you do it with food alone? That's a very good question. Maybe if you were to have all organic food that's from fertile soils, that you know, from the farmer's market or the healthy store, and you can make sure that it's grown on soil that's very, very healthy, you could probably do it. But here's the problem. In the U.S., the soils are so depleted. In the 1900s, the nutrition content was so much higher in America than it is now. And you can actually research that and find that. I think the USDA uh, RDAs, if you look that up, which I have, like the nutrition was way higher. Now it's depleted because the farm, farmers have not been putting the nutrition back in. Now in Europe, People are thinner than Americans. I believe because their soil is richer, okay, with nutrition. In Africa, you know, the kids in even Africans, they don't have teeth problems. They don't get cavities. They have perfect bone structure. In America, everyone goes to the dentist every five seconds and fills a cavity. That has to do with the richness of the soil. What makes the soil rich is the minerals. The minerals are necessary for vitamins to be made. So the plant can pull the minerals and make certain vitamins, okay? That's how it works. Your food is only as healthy as the soil it grows on. Let's just take one mineral that insulin is dependent on, and that has to do with this one mineral called potassium. Potassium is something that you need in large quantities. You need 47 100 milligrams every single day. Now you might say, well, I eat a banana a day, so that should be enough, right? Bananas only have 300 milligrams. So how many bananas would it take to equal 4,700 milligrams if one banana is only 300? That's 15 bananas. You'd have to eat 15 bananas every single day. 
to get your potassium requirement. Let's say avocados. I, avocados are high in potassium, right? You still would need five avocados every single day. You would need 10 cups of vegetables every single day to get your requirement for potassium. Why is this? That's weird. It has to do with the soils. The soils are so depleted. Welcome to America. You're consuming empty nutrition. Even when you eat the food, remember growing up how the food used to taste really good, now it's like empty, a tomato? And you go to maybe other countries, it's like rich, it's amazingly delicious. Um, so the point is that this is just one little mineral. So that um, blew me away when I found that out, but it is the reason why it's causing our endocrine system to suffer and creating massive deficiencies in hormones and glands. So I did some research to find out what ingredient, what remedy that would be grown on organic, nutrient-dense soils that could provide enough nutrition to get us healthy. And this is what I found. Here it is, wheatgrass juice powder. Now why? Because wheatgrass juice powder has some amazing properties. First of all, one teaspoon is equivalent to six to 10 shots of wheatgrass. Also, it's equivalent to one tray of wheatgrass, 12 inches by 20 inches. So one teaspoon is equivalent to one tray of wheatgrass. It's incredibly concentrated. It's 100% organic. There's no gluten, no GMO, anything, no preservatives. But this is what's cool. It's grown in an ancient seabed. That's an old ocean floor that has all the dried trace minerals, the salts. So when this wheatgrass is grown on that soil, you get incredible properties of, of minerals that have been pulled up into the plant. Talk about a fertile soil. It's incredible. In fact, the only other place that I know that has that type of soil is where there's like volcanoes, volcanic ash in different parts of the world. But and if you go to the health store and buy wheatgrass, it's grown on not even soil, it's grown on a little bit of a fiber. So you don't get near the nutrition. See, the plant, breaks down the minerals or the rocks and converts those into a plant-based mineral and makes them 15,000 times smaller than an actual salt or a rock. So they're 100% absorbable. So that's a really cool property. And the other cool thing that's unique about this type of wheatgrass juice that I have is that it uses a special um, dehydrating process, not even dehydrating, it's, it's called bioactive dehydration, but it's not like the typical high heats. The temperature that they dry this out is goes up to 106 degrees. That's like lukewarm, but only for a minute. So it's really, when it comes out dry, it's basically raw. That means all the delicate enzymes are preserved. So when you take this stuff, it's like drinking pure health. You feel like your energy comes up. It's like alternative to coffee. It brings you up. It makes you feel healthy right away. And the other thing is that it's a, it's a wheatgrass juice powder. It's not a wheatgrass powder. The juice powder, I mean, think about how much concentrated a juice powder is versus a powder. You're not getting the fiber. You're getting a pure, low glycemic index, low sugar, super concentrated, nutrient-dense healing material in one teaspoon. So it's really convenient. It'll save you time. You don't have to have a juicer. You don't have to clean the juicer, which is a pain in the butt. All you do is take a scoop, mix it with water, shake it, and drink it, okay? Now recently, I've upgraded my wheatgrass to this right here. So what I did 
is I added a type of organic wheatgrass. It's called kamut. Kamut wheatgrass has additional health benefits. It's loaded with the antioxidant called selenium. It's loaded with amino acids that are even more than regular wheatgrass. It's loaded with healthy fatty acids and a lot of other nutrition as well. And this wheatgrass was originally, this wheat berry was originally used by the Egyptians long ago, and now they're bringing it back. It's quite amazing. Also, I wanted it to taste really delicious, so I added a, an organic lemon flavor to it. So it's not just plain, it's actually a lemon-lime flavor, and also it has a, a hint of stevia, so it's slightly sweet. Okay, so it's a real refreshing lemon flavor. So there's no aftertaste, it's quite delicious. And it's pretty cost-effective, because if you were to get actual wheatgrass in a shot at the health food store, it would be about $2.50. So we're comparing one teaspoon, which is six to 10 shots of wheatgrass, okay? Which basically, if you bought it in a shot form, it would be 15 to $25. But one teaspoon of wheatgrass juice powder is only 50 to 66 cents. So let's see, 66 cents to $25. Let me see which one I wanna do. There's also some really good research that supports wheatgrass and even the chlorophyll in wheatgrass in relationship to supporting healthy blood sugars and supporting healthy insulin levels. So here's your next step. Make a decision and click the order button below and you'll be taken to the checkout page where you can fill out your details. Your first wheatgrass juice powder will be shipped out right away so you can start taking it as soon as possible. And I'm also going to give you a free shaker bottle as a bonus if you get three bottles or six bottles. So you can just add water and shake it thoroughly into a smooth drink. And because I didn't add any chemicals to thin the powder, and it's all just pure wheatgrass juice powder, you're going to need this shaker bottle. And if you act now, I'm going to throw in another free bonus. It's my new booklet entitled How to Burn Fat and Fix Your Metabolism. This booklet is the condensed version of all my successful actions in one easy to understand summary. And it'll teach you how to get your insulin healthy, how to get your entire body healthy, so you could finally lose the weight and feel great. This is not about cutting calories or starving yourself or even being unsatisfied. You will love these meals. They're delicious, easy to make, and it will produce the results. Let me cover some frequently asked questions. First one, does it have that bitter aftertaste like most wheatgrass juice shots? Sometimes when you consume raw wheatgrass juice, it can have a funny aftertaste, but because of where our wheatgrass is grown and how it's processed, it's very smooth with no aftertaste. And the lemon flavor and the hint of stevia make it amazing. Next one, does it have gluten? No, it's completely 100% gluten-free. Could I substitute this instead of eating vegetables? I recommend you have both. This product is an enhancement to your diet, not a full replacement. Next question, can I mix it with protein powder? Sure, it's not a problem. It might give you a little lemon taste to it. Next question, can I give it to my kids? Absolutely, they will love it. What does it taste like? It tastes like a satisfying, slightly lemon drink. Can I take more than one? Sure, some people take one in the morning and one at night. When is the best time to take it? You can take it anytime, but the feedback that I'm getting is that it'll wake you up in the morning and help calm you down at night. Where can I get the nutritional profile? Go to my website under FAQ and supplements and you'll find it as a download. So what are you waiting for? Let's do it. Click the button below. 50 cents a day is going to be worth how you're going to feel, how healthy you're going to get, and how you're going to look in your clothes. Thank you so much for watching.
Well, it's that time of the year where we actually are doing our keto challenge. Last year, it was very, very successful. And the question is, what is a keto challenge? Well, every single day for about a month of daily audio tips, insights, motivation, and just my guidance, walking you through exactly how to do this. So that way you can either get back on track or start fresh and get on your keto and intermittent fasting plan so you can be a success story. And on top of that, there'll be five lucky people that will get a $100 gift certificate to shop on my cart to get their various keto supplements, whether it's electrolytes or B vitamins or whatever. So I wanna challenge you by signing up for these free tips every single day for one month. Right now, we have over 5,000 success stories. Okay, these are real amazing success stories. I want you to be a success story. So click the link down below, get set up to start receiving my daily email tips. Hey guys, I just want to let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.